What what like what's about what about carrots is making you all horny right now? Oh, dude, the shape, the color, the taste, the fact that I can put them in the end of my pee hole. So two out of the five are sexual. Hey everybody, welcome to Tapes, Tapes, Tapes. This is a podcast about old movies from our childhood. Our Who Are We? My name's Evan William Crockett. That's Josh. He's in Chicago. I'm in the Bay Area. I'm just gonna machine gun Kelly through this whole intro. How are you doing, Josh? Name one song by Machine Gun Kelly. Tabitha. Hey, Evan. (laughs) I don't know if that's a Machine Gun Kelly song, but... How are you? I'm doing okay. How do we know each other? We know each other. We're best friends from high school, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> oh no, are we demorphing? <laughs> I just, uh, I'm feeling feelings this evening. I'm feel I'm feeling destructive. <laughs> which is normally this is a podcast about normally old your movies. Role so. Yeah, I'm, I don't want to clean. I guess I got to clean this up. Okay, this is a podcast about old movies. Evan and I watch it once a week. We choose a movie from our childhood-ish, and we watch it and tell you about it, and we give it a rating of eject and reject or be kind and rewind. I'm not going to say the baby. Evan trademarked that, and I don't want to get sued again. Yeah, don't let it happen again. How are you, Evan? I'm good, man. I'm just... Um... I don't know. I'm just. Why are you so punchy? I don't know. I think I just am like tired. Like I feel like I had a long weekend on? that we already talked about, and I'm I'm like, I needed one more day of weekend. You know. I don't, do you ever well, feel like that? Like, your, how about this, Evan? Let's make this your third day of weekend. What can we do for you right now that would make you feel blissful, at ease, comfortable, and no stress? Ooh. I could use validation. Okay. Uh, so what do we watch this week? <laughs> it's too hard. Too big of an ass. Too hard. I'm setting a boundary. Can't do it. No, 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 <laughs> no, 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 no. You, do it. you, you, here we go. Here we go. You oh, here are we go. I'm ready for this. my favorite and best podcast or that I've ever done a podcast with. No, that's sweet. Has nothing to do with you being the only one. Suck uh, on that, um, uh, Natalie Butler. A warm. What? <laughs> <laughs> Shout out to Natalie Butler. Shout out to uh, Natalie Butler. We went to high school with. You know California. what? My, I, I have a very specific memory of Natalie Butler. Uh, hope that she doesn't mind us talking about her on the podcast. Listen to the podcast if you're not already. How would this get to her? Anyway. Uh, <laughs> Jocelyn when, when Wilson I was would in, tell her. God, this when, is the most oh, inside ball. <laughs> like <laughs> When I was in... Ele- so we went to elementary school together. And uh, we had we did like class president, class treasurer, like a, a whole hierarchy of like mm. politics and shit. And everybody yeah. had different roles. And cut I don't remember what anybody politics. Yeah, I don't remember what anybody did. <laughs> uh, whatever was just cut out. It's re- my mom would not have liked it. 
But anyway, there was like a an assembly where uh, all the kids went up and like gave their pitch for like why they should be like class president or class whatever or something. Mm-hmm. And I forget what she was going up for, but I remember Natalie Butler like getting on the stage and like being shy. And I forget what she said, but I remember she had a she had a tagline like at the end, like a catch phrase that like she was somebody had like I, she came up with it on her own her parents helped her and she was like she had to do it but she was really excited so she was like talking 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 it's like and it's like vote for me for i don't know because if there's one thing that'll make this school improve it's to have a butler yeah, only the butler helps you get things done it was like something oh like that my and God, she said it so she cute. said it so quickly <laughs> like she was like and only about the way I get the things done. And it was then she got out of there because she was so embarrassed or was shy or whatever it was. But I remember hearing that and going like, "Damn!" <laughs> I would. She made a I pun would, on her own name. She made a pun oh. on her own name. Wow, you know what? That's power. Because I'm sure there were people who were like, "Butler, you, you're a servant." But she like took it back, dude. She clapped that back. Wow. She reclaimed her name. Proud of you, Natalie Butler. Josh, what do we watch this week? Oh. <laughs> oh. I, don't, I don't care. Don't we say watch- it. <laughs> Don't we watch Pee Wee's Big Adventure. Pee Wee's Big Adventure from 1985. Um, directed really? by Tim Burton. I didn't know this was that old. Yeah, it's from. Um, I got sort of the lowdown about okay, Pee-wee's, yeah. um Just the well, really the whole situation, the character. Uh, for for those that aren't in the know, Pee Wee was a character played by Paul Rubin, um, and it was a character that was developed at the Groundlings in Los Angeles. Paul Rubens and Phil Hartman, who was at the Groundlings at the time, um, created a character. He wanted to do a character that was like a stand-up comedian who everybody in the audience knew that he wasn't going to make it. So it was like intentionally a, a bad comedian. Um, it was it was very... Um, uh, what the fuck was his name? Andy... Like Andy Kaufman... Andy Kaufman, yeah. Yeah, but but more fun, I would say. Like Andy Kaufman has kind of a sinister edge, whereas yeah. Pee Wee Herman, if if you look at them as being so totally ridiculous, Pee Wee Herman is on the complete opposite side of the scale in terms of like wholesomeness. Like everything he does is very positive, and he <laughs> he like laughs at his own jokes. Well, he had a whole like the kind of kids TV show that was kind of for kids. So he. Uh, uh, and again, this is just from kind of from looking it up, but it started out as a sketch for adults, and then this. <gasps> are you God. the spider? No, I keep thinking there's a spider Stop on my elbow. There's a spider. <laughs> it's still there. It's okay for no, listeners. It isn't I've there. been spending. Uh, it's the October spookies, and when it's October, you feel you feel a spider on your elbow, and I've been feeling it all oh fucking night. I'm sorry. Uh, also, my battery on my Bluetooth headset is about to die, so I have to get another pair of headphones. So you gotta hang out for a minute. Well, I'm, I'm, let me just finish talking about this. Uh, yeah, keep talking. I'm gonna go get a headset. I'm gonna go get a headset. So yeah, the the way that I understand it, and anybody in the comments can agree with me, 
Yeah, so this character straddled basically straddled the 80s. I don't know what we're going to have to cut in there and whatnot, but it straddled the <laughs> 80s. The, the beginning of the 80s, it was a it was a show called the Pee Wee Herman show on HBO. Um and it was really for it was for adults. It wasn't like dark or sexual humor, um, but it was more you know think Adult Swim. Um, where and then in 1985, Pee Wee's Big Adventure came out, um, and then the rest of the 80s, it was Pee Wee's Playhouse, which was on CBS, which was like specifically for kids. Um, now having and that was a great show. Having said all of that, I did not watch any of that. I have never seen the movie. I've never seen the Pee Wee Herman show. I've never seen Pee Wee's Playhouse. The only thing I've known about Pee Wee Herman is the character because he's kind of like a part of Americana Um, and like references to him on Family Guy. Like literally that's it. Oh, (laughs) Oh, man. Yeah. Uh, Yeah, I definitely grew up on Pee Wee's Pee Wee's Playhouse. Uh, because I, it's, it's got some weird undertones to it, even though it was a kid's show. So my dad loved it. Yeah. Uh, even though it was a little bit before my time, uh, but, oh man, it was so fun. It was so good. I love Pee Wee. Uh, what was it about it when you were a kid that you, that you remember really liking? It was just so crazy. Yeah. It was... It was like, well, because it was a kid's show, which like I already had a lot of exposure to, but it was a really, it was just bizarre and, but it was still just like puppets and, uh, uh, oh, oh, and Lawrence Fishburne as Cowboy Curtis, which was the weirdest thing. Yeah. That's I think that was actually (laughs) one of Lawrence Fishburne's first roles is he played Cowboy Curtis Wow. Uh, who is just like a this like very like Hollywood cowboy and he would come over and just be his friend and they get into trouble and stuff. And there was a uh there was also uh the I'm forgetting all the names now, but the 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 little guy with the head, he was just like a magician dude in the box and you go Mecca Lecca Hi, Mecca Hi, Mecca Ho and like predictions. Oh, that's what that's name. from? Yep. Mecca Lecca Hi, Mecca uh, Heiny Heiny Ho. Yeah, something like that. I've heard oh, people say that. I've never. I didn't. Yeah, know that's that's, what it was that's from, from Pee Wee's Playhouse. Wow. And there was like an opera singer. Oh, it was so good. It was just crazy and yeah. like, it was like that perfect '90s like, eh, no parents like. Yeah. Every this house is crazy, and we're gonna bleh, and eat <laughs> pop tarts. I don't know. <laughs> eat pop tarts. I love that. Josh, do you have Plus, a? Paul Rubens is just funny. Yeah, he's uh, very what? funny. Do you have a synopsis for us? I do. All right. I'm ready. We're ready for it. Let me put down this bulgogi. Oh, serious supper. Bulgogi. I made it myself. Okay. Here's one by Anthony Perer. Okay. Uh, The cartoonish and childish character, Pee Wee Herman. Oh, my God. (laughs) That's better than handicapped. That's better. That's better. Okay. Okay. The childish, uh, the cartoonish and childish character Pee Wee Herman goes on a big adventure for the first time ever when his beloved shiny new bicycle is stolen by his nemesis Francis Buxton, a fellow man. A fellow man-child and neighborhood rich kid, (laughs) and he. 
and he starts the sentence with an and and he sets off on an on an obs- oh god this guy's spelling and he sets off on an obsessive cross-country journey determined to recover it peewee's awkward and childish attempts to be cool and mature what the fuck Whoa. that's a that's the final sentence the the last sentence is peewee's awkward and childish attempts to be cool and mature what Wow, I guess a lot of these people don't have a good read on on Peewee, which I guess we can yeah, I guess we so can get into after the break. Just to extrapolate that on, on that a little bit more, Peewee's yeah. Big Adventure is about it's about Peewee Herman. He lives by himself by himself in this crazy like uh Rube Goldberg machine house. Yes, uh, he lives and, in a Rube Goldberg house. <laughs> and uh he has the coolest bike on the planet. And uh, he has a nemesis, uh, and they're both like kids. And the he the kid really wants his bike. His bike gets stolen while he's getting some stuff. So he spends the entire movie essentially going across the country and getting into kind of insane situations and like insane gags. Yeah. Uh, with all these people to try to find his bike, it gets weird <laughs> yeah, he, he meets basically like a bunch of different types of characters like he at one like point every every he meets like yeah, a biker gang possible. he meets a woman who wants to move to france he meets like a, meets a, convict, a convict on the run but but every every and he meets large marge large marge tell him large marge sent you i finally understand what that reference is to now um <laughs> but like every every step along the way it's it's very goofy like it's like the convict is he. What he was convicted of is ripping the tags off of mattresses. Yeah. <laughs> so every step along the way, it's like, yeah, they're they're these characters, and then he ends up in Texas and he goes to the Alamo. Um, that that was a great scene. Um, a little bit of you know me. I like to do a little production, little production back story. Um. This was, you know, we already talked about the origins of the Pee Wee Herman character. Um, this was Tim Burton's first feature length film. Um, really? Yeah. So he had done, hmm. he had done an, I think he had done like an episode of something, and Paul Rubens um, saw that. Somehow Paul Rubens saw something that Tim Burton had done. I can't remember if it was like a TV show or a music video or something. And Paul Rubens is like, I want you. I want you to do the movie. <laughs> well, I can only, I'm only <laughs> going to do a bad Pee Wee Herman impression this whole episode. Well, I know that Tim Burton's first, like, I think his first thing was he did a short called Frankenweenie. And which later he like uh, became a feature, like pretty recently, I think, like within the past oh, like five yeah, years. Yeah, right. Yeah, I kind of remember that. Um, but anyway, yeah, this was Tim Burton's first, first big movie. Um, and then because of its success, uh, and then also Beetlejuice was very successful in 88. Um, that's how Warner Brothers hired Tim Burton to do Batman. And then now, obviously we all know who Tim Burton is. He's become kind of this, um, well, it's, I don't know. It's sort of sad. I feel like he's in like a, at least a 15 year long slump. Yeah. Like you can you can see that this movie and and I wouldn't even say that this was the best of his movies from when he was first making movies. Um you know, 
Batman, Bat- Edward Scissorhands. Batman Returns. Edward Scissorhands is a great movie. Um, uh, Night- it's probably his most iconic. Nightmare Before Christmas. Um, you know, all of all of those are really great. But yeah, if you if you look back, Alice Through the Looking Glass, great movie. <laughs> Um, <laughs> Alice through the looking glass. Oh my God, nobody wanted to be in that movie. I, I saw it in theaters, and I was just like, "Oh no!" I'm thinking of Oz the Great and Powerful. I remember yeah, watching. They it were both like, the same to me. This is just a bunch of bored actors in front of green screens. Yeah, you actually saw Lost in Oz. Wait, it wasn't Lost in. What did it you was, call it? Uh, Oz the Great and Powerful. Yeah, yeah. You actually saw that? And I, well, I think me and a buddy saw it, like, ironically. We were like, what do you want to do today? And I think somebody said, let's see Oz the Great and Powerful. And then we just, oh, like, man. committed to it. But we're talking, okay, let's get back to the movie. Yeah, so, um, uh, so yeah. The- you, have you, had you seen this one before? No, I, I had never seen it. Like I said, I, I've never seen oh, that's right, that's right. any Pee-wee IP at all. Um Wait, what's oh happening? God, all right, wait. <laughs> we got to take a break. <laughs> you all right? Okay. We got to take a break. I'm having an aneurysm. We'll be right back. And I'm having a stroke. Tapes, tapes, tapes. <laughs> hey, tapes, tapes, tapes fans. This is Morgan, your fan club president. It's season two. And if you're like me, you've been thinking about how you can pay your fan club dues. I talked to the boys, and it's actually pretty easy. We can let our friends know all about the podcast and that it can be found on Spotify, Apple iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, and their website, tapestapestapes.podbean.com. Other than that, we can send the boys an email. We can pour our hearts out. We can write fan fiction. We can send in fan art. And we can send it all to 88tapesbaby at gmail.com. All right, I'm going to let the boys do their thing. Back to the show. Hey, everybody. Welcome back. Tapes, tapes, tapes. Oh, man. Boy, howdy. Um, Did we remember where we were talking about? (laughs) Yeah, well, we're talking about this movie. We're talking about Pee-wee's Big Adventure with Paul Rubens and Tim... Wait a minute. Not Tim. (laughs) Phil Hartman. Wait, I almost said like he like, shows up at the end for like three seconds. Really, is Phil Hartman actually in it? Yeah. Where? What? Who is he? He's at the so he's at the very, 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 very end of the movie when uh, they're at the drive-in and Pee Wee's like walking around and uh, during at the drive-in, uh, what's his name? The bad guy, Francis. Francis. Yeah, yeah. Shows up with like a interview crew because they're like, Francis, how did you? Get d- oh yeah, the right. Theme. And he's like, I taught Pee Wee how to ride a bike. And the person interviewing him is Phil Hartman. Oh crap! I missed that. Darn it! I actually got one that you didn't get. That's Man. a first. Oh shit! I just kicked the desk. <laughs> I kicked the desk. Not in frustration. I'm not mad. Oh my god, Evan! This is uh, <laughs> Evan. The, the theme music for Evan frustration. Oh, I'm totally gonna make that. There it was. Hey, <laughs> it was just a recording of Evan going. Uh. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> That's actually pretty fitting. Ah. Evan um, frustrations. Ah. Man, I had I had a, a really interesting time watching this because I oh yeah because he just is such a distinctive character and I am not familiar with him at all. So mm-hmm. I would say like the 
first third of the movie, I felt myself ramping up and being like, okay, wait a minute. What is going on? Like, who is, who is this guy? What does he act like that? Like, what is, what is he doing? What is he doing? (laughs) Um, and I, I think it really helped because Morgan grew up with this movie too. And she grew up with, um, with Pee Wee's Playhouse. Um, so she, she loved it. This was like, this was actually, I think, the first time in this podcast's history that Mor- Morgan, who's almost my wife, by the way, <laughs> who's almost like our unofficial third member <laughs> because she. Have just- you ever said that she's your wife on this podcast? <laughs> almost. Um, okay. But here it is confirmed. Um, stop emailing. Um, th- please don't. This was <laughs> please email us eighty-eight at gmail dot com. But this was kind of the first time where, like, we were watching a movie and a thing would happen on screen, and she would just bust out laughing, and then she would look over at me like, "Eh, wasn't it good?" You know how you do that? Oh like wow! When, like when you're showing so, an old movie to somebody and you're like, "Hey, eh, eh, so right? for the first time, it? she wasn't she wasn't in the back seat like to you, like it was the other way around." Yeah, she was like leading me oh. through it. It was kind of it was kind well, of interesting because I was like, I'm, "I got I, I'm looking out for her that I got a movie for her." Yeah, well done. <laughs> One out of forty five or whatever forty <laughs> or what I've chosen probably a little somewhere around half. So it's a, a like 2%. I will admit it took me a little while to to kind of get into it cuz at the beginning I was kind of like I don't really get it. Like nothing is being set up as a joke. It's just It's really weird. It's just this guy acting in a very unusual way. Um and he's I mean it's kind of it's very joyful. Like I found myself smiling because he's it's infectious. Like Paul Rubens oh, yeah, has this it's... infectious energy. Um and so I was like, well, this is this is kind of nice. But I wasn't like laughing out loud. But Morgan, because she grew up with it, there, she was like, oh, yeah, I remember. Like she was doing all that kind of stuff. So, um, Oh, yeah, me too. Well, how, I mean, that how often do you rewatch this? How, um, probably, I want to say like once every two to three years. Uh-huh, yeah. I'll, uh, I'll rewatch it. Uh, but the, so it's, it's funny you that know you what? say that. I because, need to, I'm uh, sorry, I need to make a correction. Morgan did not grow up with this. She, uh, okay. she was introduced to it uh, as a young adult. Okay, I just need to. Oh, I need to put that out. There. I forgot about that. But now, now that we- you don't want to, uh, are you? Oh, you're gonna, you th- you're gonna get the. <laughs> what what was just said to make you go? <laughs> I don't know, but uh, yeah, Morgan didn't watch this when she was a kid, but she watched it when she was in her early twenties. So, um, yeah. So she's known about uh, it for a while and seen it multiple <laughs> times. So just it's fun. It's funny that you say there. that about uh, needing to get into it because. It really like the first third of the movie is just you put a camera in front of Paul Rubens doing Pee Wee, and it's like if you're on board, it's a blast, and if you're not, you're kind of left in the dust. Yeah, because there's not a lot of like real structure to it. Like the first third of the movie is just like let's introduce like Pee Wee in all of his splendor, but not really give too much of a cl- like. It's it's not even really like oh, is the movie really about just like him? He likes his bike. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, and it gets still, and you're like, wait, is this the is this the plot? Yeah, is, there, is that it? And but his interaction with I'm, Francis. It, I mean, I guess it does kind of set up that like Francis wants the bike, but there's no, yeah, the story structure is not really there. There's no beats. 
Yeah. Oh, it's it's very laid out like a little kids show or something. Like you're watching an episode of like Rugrats or something. Uh, but if you are on board with like that Paul Rubens like silliness stuff, like the first third of the movie is probably like it. What I see in kind of like pop culture and social media and stuff, the part that kind of sticks around the longest, like the whole Pee Wee getting ready for his day yeah. and like brushing his teeth and tape on the face and then the breakfast machine is probably like the most memorable part yeah because who better not only to have a breakfast machine in their movie but not also have uh what who is it that does um all the music for tim burton where it's like oh it's is it john williams no 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 it's uh gosh dang it he's the other he does a bunch of movies um danny elfman Danny Elfman. Yes. Oh, man. It's like those two together and making doing like a breakfast machine is like, you're never going to forget that. This movie, like the cast of characters that they go through, some of them, I could take it or leave it. Uh-huh. But a couple of these, I just like, I, I, I think this time watching it, watching that scene in the Alamo, I yes. was dying. That was incredible with the tour guide. Well, that actor, that... That tour guy, is she, I forget her. She she was on SNL, like, back in the day. Oh, really? But, like, yeah, I think so. But I have, like, if I could ever... You know how certain actors can do, like, certain things really well? Like, for this, it's like I'm watching this going, like, if there's ever a study that I need to do on, like, how to chew gum and act at the same time, <laughs> it's this. Like, yeah. her speech of talking about the Alamo is so fucking funny. Yeah. She is amazing. And just at every step along the way, like you're you're following her and she's and, you know, if you've ever been in a tour guide or like a, a guided tour, that is just so incredibly boring. Like they captured that. <laughs> but still, so like she's well. into it. She's like, and this is Paulina and Puebla. This is my favorite part of the journey. And uh, <laughs> I'm going to tell you. Do we all... have any Mexican Americans in the audience? <laughs> well, buenos dias. <laughs> Buenos dias. <laughs> and then she was like, and I'm going to, there's about 800 to 1,000 uses for corn. And I'm going to walk you through every single one of them. Yeah. Boil it. <laughs> That's all I can think of. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that was that was amazing. It, this movie is so absurd. Like every yeah. every step along the way is is totally absurd. When he goes to the fortune teller in the very beginning to figure out where his bike went. And she's like, uh, and then she looks outside and it just, uh, like, she does that gag where you look outside and you, the first thing you see, she's like, uh, the Alamo. And and he's in a car with a convict and they drive off a cliff and they (laughs) put up the hood. Yeah. It's a convertible, it's a convertible car and they put up the thing that like to close the top and it turns into a parachute and he's about to get the crap beat out of him by a whole gang of bikers for knocking over their motorcycles and because he does a dance to tequila a really epic dance but they just they let him go and they like yeah. make him one of their own <laughs> yep it's just so oh, weird. Oh, oh. okay when you when large marge turned and looked at peewee did it scare you uh no that scared the shit out of me as a kid oh really oh my god it's terrifying when she's like and there was a crash 
and they got all mangled. And it looked like this. <laughs> and she's like all claymation-y. Like, that's fucking scary. Uh-oh. I think I might have not. I think I might have looked. I think I might have legit like looked away for a second. Dude, you got to go back and so see. Th- it. Just YouTube it. It's is, like worth it. I mean, and that's another thing that I will say about this movie is that it is all about the tiny details. Yep. Like there, there are so many tiny. De- I, I, I'm sort of sad that like I didn't either grow up with this movie or watch it when I was, um, you know, like that I haven't watched it before because it, it has so many little it's details so in it that are it's just it's a treasure trove. It would be really easy to miss, and I'm, I'm sad that I missed a, a whole claymation section. But yeah, I, I, I would say that I agree with your earlier point of like. If you're not on board in the first third, then like it's gonna be it's gonna be rough going because the yeah. the first third is definitely the least structured. And I even I've definitely found myself in the middle um, in the middle of the movie being like, is this even a movie? It doesn't even seem like a movie. It, it seems like a series of sketches, which I guess makes sense given given the history. Well, I'll I'll admit that actually this time viewing it. I had a very different experience viewing it than I than I ever have in that this was the first time I watched it and I got a little like not annoyed but a little like okay like it was it, like I felt like it was a little much at some points mm. cuz like this movie like it gets to a 10 like within the first 5 minutes and then it never really like comes down from there Yeah yeah I would say the, the it's pacing just like, it's, is, it's is so, all over the place well, the pacing is just like go 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 go, high energy, blah blah. Yeah, it's just I guess like crazy, yeah, crazy, crazy. That's a better way of saying. And it. The, maybe it's me just getting older, but I'm just like, calm down. Like, have a scene with like some blowing trees and like some thoughtful. <laughs> somebody's looking thoughtfully into a stream. <laughs> I don't know. Wow, have a scene with the, some thoughtful trees. <laughs> can we mix this in with like some No Country for Old Men, but. You know, not the violent parts. <laughs> <laughs> wow, just slow. Yeah, that is a that is a beautiful film. Um, yeah, I I think um, you know coming into it totally blind, I I it was interesting because I was like, I, I mean, I I think I agree with that, but I also think that this movie, um, you can really draw a line to any like absurdist. TV that's out like the entirety of Adult Swim, I almost feel like owes its allegiance to to this, like to these early oh, sure. forms of alternative comedy, to like this and like early Conan O'Brien. Um, you know, you you can you can see where Tim and Eric or um, what, what's the guy that has the uh, has the show where he. Where he goes, to, where he like went to the Republican caucus. What's his name? Eric Andre. Oh, Eric Andre. Yeah, like Eric Andre. Oh, I love that show. Is is hilarious, but that stuff too is like it's pretty. It's almost well, it is theater of the absurd, but it's almost like theater of cruelty too. It's like you you kind of have to punish yourself yeah. to to really engage with it. Um, yeah. Yeah. But and they probably uh, that's 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 like also stuff that like probably. Because you watch stuff like this, and it was back in the 90s, and I don't know, do you think, I, I would think that, like, 
that stuff that like Eric Andre and those guys do is kind of like the natural next step for this kind of stuff that Pee Wee does, but you probably wouldn't have been able to get away with it on such a large and popular scale back in that day because it was just, I don't, I don't know, it was too much. What I find interesting is that at least in my, to my knowledge, there isn't an equivalent that is appropriate for kids. Like I, yeah. I feel like kids shows they don't let this sort of weird, awkward thing happen. Like, at least in in my oh. knowledge, I mean, I think early SpongeBob SquarePants maybe <coughs> would do a little bit of alternative stuff. No, I I would say that they like if you look at like early Ren and Stimpy, that shit was straight up terrifying and creepy. Oh, absolutely. But but nowadays, I'm talking like in 2019. I just I can't oh. I can't think of anything and I mean partially that might just be my own ignorance. Josh, what do you give 1985's Pee-wee's Big Adventure? Oh, ratings, ratings, ratings. Uh <laughs> I think I got to give this one man. I'm going to give this one a um Smile and file. Smile and... F- okay. <laughs> that makes sense. <laughs> because you're you're like, oh, I'm smiling at it, but I'm... But you're going to put it in the file cabinet. You don't necessarily need well, yeah, to have it on display or what? Yeah, well, I mean, yeah. I, 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 I think no matter what, I'm going to... I'm going to like this movie. It's flawed. It's... It like I was kind of surprised at my reaction this time. That I was like, okay, take it easy a little bit. But like, it's so fun. It's so memorable. There's so many quotable moments in here. Yeah. Like we didn't we didn't even get into like an a, a, an inkling of all of the crazy moments that like happen. I think the whole. I mean, I know we were talking about the Alamo, but I think the whole movie that they make in the end where Paul Rubens is like, oh, yeah, <laughs> Pee Wee's in the movie as the bellhop, but yes. he's fucking up the movie and he's the whole looking time. looking in the camera. <laughs> so it's funny. so good. Oh, my God. And that it's What's-Her-Name that plays um, uh, Tommy on Rugrats as, like, the, like, love interest. Oh. Uh, I didn't know that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. She, play- she played Tommy. The guy who they got... You can kind of hear it in the voice. The guy who they got to play Pee-wee in that last part? Oof. Hold me, Zaddy. I was into I know, it. Right? I like, to, I like a just, Harry the, James Bond type. The, like, I'm going to get something out of every time I rewatch this. Yeah. So I'm going to put it back. And the reason I say file is I'm going to keep it organized, neat and clean, so when I need it, it's right there. And I could just whoop, whip it out. <laughs> And put it in, and I smile. <laughs> okay, why did we? Why did you have to say it like that? What? It's it's directed by Tim Burton. All right. Well, I I am also going to give it officially. That is a uh, be kind and rewind, just for whoever's managing our Excel spreadsheet. It's a smile and fun. Well, it's a be kind and rewind. So, um, be kind of rewind. So I will also uh, last word. Um, I have editing powers. So. I will also give it <laughs> a be kind and rewind. Um, yeah. Oh, you're going to give it a be kind and rewind. <laughs> Why do you make my job so hard? What? Who? We don't We don't list the credits. We don't know what you're doing. We think you're just doing the podcast. <laughs> yeah, nobody knows what's going on here. Um, yeah, I'd give it a be kind and rewind. Um, hmm. It's... It is, 
I can see that it is sort of structural. Like, I can see your criticisms or your feelings of being like, oh, yeah, it's sort of structurally flawed. And it is very, like, um, whatever the opposite of flat is. Like, it's all... The the knob is dialed up to a 10 throughout it's, the entire... It's busy. Yeah, it's very busy. Thank you. Ooh, a little, little production term there. It's very busy, like, the entire time. So I could see that watching it... Um, yeah, I could see being frustrated with that, but because I had I had no experience with it, I was like, "Oh my gosh, I know that there's things that I'm missing that I I will need to rewatch this to like get all of all of the the little jokes." Um so yeah, I would definitely um be kind of rewind. Um what do you have as a recommendation for I mean, gosh, what is what else is like this movie? It's so Oof. weird. I mean, that's a good question. Like, you kind of think of those, like, kind of pastoral figures that do, like, children's programming. The one that, like, Pee-wee just doesn't really, he doesn't have, like, uh, there's nothing else really like it. And it's kind of sad because, you know, it... Like, he kind of fell into not good graces because, like, he had his whole... Oh, yeah, we didn't even talk about like, that. Yeah. yeah. Well, Paul, we don't really need to. We, we don't really need to. No. Um, it's, like, it's already been, been you know, beaten out. And, like, if you don't know what, what you know, his <laughs> what history... What a word there, choice. You can look it up. It's... <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> I really didn't mean to do that. Well, you can go up and look yeah, that up on your own. Yeah, go look if you don't know, we're, we're here for the we're here for the movie. Uh, mm-hmm. Talk about the movie. We don't need to talk about. Uh, but yeah, I, yeah, I can't really recommend anything else. Yeah, I, so watch one of his other movies, Pee Wee, uh, Pee Wee's Big Top, or something. Yeah, or um, well, they did they did Pee Wee's Big Holiday in 2016. Was that any good? I forget. I I know somebody that was in that movie. Ooh, yeah, it was a Netflix, but. I feel like I watched it. I th- it's one of those things because Pee Wee was traveling like the past in the past five years to do a Broadway show, which was essentially Pee Wee's Playhouse except on Broadway. Okay, and I think it got some got some like it got some positive reviews, but it's like you need a lot of energy to do Pee Wee, mm-hmm. and like age is just one of those fuckers that kind of robs you of that. So I remember watching some of it and going like, "Oh man, this guy's tired." Yeah. Yeah, I mean, yeah, that, but that makes sense. You can't help it. I mean, it, that's got to be hard to revisit a character like such a clownish character like this twenty years after it was in. That's such a or thirty high, years high, after. High, like you need so much energy to do Pee Wee too. You just look at him, you're like, this must be exhausting. Yeah, yeah, wild. Um, I guess my my recommendation would be like a different Tim Burton movie that maybe has a little bit of a better flow. So, um. I feel like we've we've oh, it's a great and powerful. we've recommended um <laughs> we've recommended Batman Returns a lot, but you know what? I'm actually going to recommend uh, Big Fish. I I think oh, yeah. I think Big Fish is a really good movie. I think that was his last really like good good movie. It has Ewan McGregor? But th- it has that a, wasn't like a zany movie. It was like no, very it isn't zany. Thoughtful. but it does have like a series of different stories in it. It has colorful characters. Um. I just think like the type of person who can't hang with Pee-wee's Big Adventure, you're you're probably gonna like Big Fish. So, yeah, that makes sense. Um, so yeah, thank you so much for listening to this episode of Tapes, Tapes, Tapes. Uh, we've got an email here, Josh. Do you want to read it? 
Yeah, sure. Uh, this comes from 56 Minutes. Uh, hey, 56. Oh, is that it? Hey, uh, email uh, just... Oh, it's a link. This is just a link. Oh. HTTP colon slash slash. Yeah, go ahead and click on it. Let me see if I can open it up. Okay, hold yeah. on, hold on, hold on. It's coming up in Safari. Oh, my God. Somebody made a website for us. Oh, oh my gosh. It's like an old GeoCities website. Oh, it I says love those. Evan and Josh. It's our logo. Hold on. Oh, there's a little like flash gif of me eating loudly in front of a microphone. <laughs> and there's oh, there's a there's like a portrait of you with your cat like on your lap and your cat's going crazy. <laughs> <laughs> and uh She's very oh, she's activated. Yeah, she's active. Oh, I love that. Well, thank you so much, 56. Uh, we 56 We minutes. appreciate it. Is that the handle? Oh, I think it's an Instagram handle. Okay. Well, follow minutes. them. Follow at 56 Minutes for all of your GeoCities website needs. And we'll catch you next week for That's another cool. episode of... Tapes, 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 tapes. It's movies it's Jevin and Josh. Let's watch tapes, tapes, tapes. <laughs> okay, bye.